If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. This is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. Does everyone who's watching on YouTube see the smile on my face from ear to ear? And that is because of one word, Mary. But we are here with the one, the only Miss Sarah Frazier. Okay, Mary Cosby got you to smile. I have a theory about Mary Cosby and you're not going to like it. That smile's going to be wiped off your face. Oh my Everybody God. Everybody who's on our <laughs> people love the YouTube. They watch the clips, the smile for those of you watching who can't, those of you who can't see me, I, literally, Sarah, look at his ear to ear. Mary, that is the only word I want to say. What is your theory on this Cosby? Uh-oh. I don't think she, I don't think she looks well. I'm going to go out and say it. And we could do a full review on Salt Lake City, season four, episode one. Yeah. I don't think she looks healthy. She does not look well. I Something is a brewing. And I'll tell you why. Two scenes. The one where she had lunch with Meredith and hardly ate. She looks, I mean, she looks a little frail, I think. Number two, at Heather's rooftop, you know, we're all getting back together. She sat most of the time. She looked like she hardly had the energy. Something is wrong with our girl. I'm going to just say, I'm, I'm, she, you know, she's a woman of faith. She has her church and Robert Sr., the senior, has been in Vegas for six months, honey. We're not exactly sure why out there preaching and pratching. Our girl does not look well i'm just gonna say it and i i I, i'm sending her i want her to be healthy and good vibes she is a tv icon and treasure but something is amiss well you know how i make my predictions and most of them come true not all of them does everyone remember when i said melissa gorga was definitely gonna be fired (laughs) well sometimes the crystal ball is broken but sarah i mean we're gonna have to time date stamp this to this episode that if something comes out everyone's gonna have to come back and say sarah fraser said it first i never thought any of this i mean takes one to no one when she's picking around at her salad and can't eat the lettuce. I just say Manjaro, Ozempic, the semi-glutide generic. Call me, Mary. I can refer you to my nurse. <laughs> um, and I got an announcement about all that later, but that's just the first thing that goes through my mind is like, Mary too? You weren't even overweight, girl. Um, wow, it almost Sarah. seems I didn't eating- think this, I didn't hear this. You know, I I hate doing this. I hate playing this game of like, let's speculate about people's stuff because, you know, you put it out there and then, you know, thousands of people listen to us and blah, blah. But I- Thousands, I do it. I do thousands, it. I do it. thousands listen? Uh, well, over, over a million every darling. single month. Darling, But it comes from a place of concern. She is really great, but I just did anyone else. I thought she didn't bring her energy that she normally does. She's usually feisty and sassy. They have clips of that coming later, but she did not. 
even, even like you like she almost even looked like maybe she had back surgery. You know when people have back surgery and they they don't quite feel right. They're like in a little bit of dull pain. She just did not look well. And I just I I prayed the best and I almost DM'd her personally to just say, I, you know, I love that you're back. I hope you're feeling okay. But you know, that's sort of annoying, like a stranger, because people have done that to me over the years. And and what are you gonna say? Like it's my justification for doing it to other people. But you know, I always look at it when my audience gives me advice, health advice, baby advice, pregnancy advice. You know, they're doing it from a place of love. In all my years of doing it, I had one person write to me when I had my first miscarriage and goes, "Well, I'm not surprised since you drink all the time." Most people are very kind. So out of really uh, the I internet one- trolls, really okay. Well, sweetie, you get yourself in hot water. I, I mean, mean, I have a lot of lovers, but I got a lot of haters. Block, block, block. <laughs> but I'm glad that you, you know, have mostly positive well, experiences, do. except for someone telling you that you, you know, had a miscarriage because you drank. That's really a lovely thing to say to someone, right? No, people, people can be fucking awful. I mean, you should see my comments on TikTok. Like nobody likes me on TikTok. People, the people on TikTok hate me and they say all the time, oh, people write everything to me. You're an old cockroach, all this stuff. I don't even like consider that. Ignore. Um, I don't slide in her DMs, but I don't know if anyone else feels the same way I am, or maybe you can all tell me to shut the fuck up and I'm way off, but she did not seem like herself. That's all I'll say. Well, I'm going to say, the only reason I'm going to say shut the fuck up is because I, nothing could happen to this legend. I, guys, listen, I'm going to be honest. Well, first of all, you know what? Before I say anything, I'm not, I don't want to sway you. What did you, listen, there's lots of things here I don't like. What, did you, before I give you my opinion, what did you think of the, what do you think of Salt Lake so far this season? You know, I, I, I like it. I actually like it. I don't miss Jen Shaw. I don't I don't know what's gotten into me. I love the Real Housewives of New York reboot. I love them. I, I don't I don't miss any of the old women. I, I thought it was time. I actually now am gonna say from last week, I think they should ditch everybody from Real Housewives of Atlanta and start again. I love it, without Jen Shaw, I love the chick who's come in and is an informant for the FBI who had the friend that was a Secret Service member or whatever, who months before Jen Shaw was arrested calls her up and goes, I'm gonna give you a tip. Bitch, this bitch is going to be in jail. Stay away. And three months later, she's hauled out by the FBI. I mean, I love the new woman. That's the informant. She seems real down to earth. Um, I like, you know, I love Lisa Barlow. Lisa Barlow seems so pretentious to me. You know, they wanted this son to go to Harvard. Well, clearly he ain't, you know, he's going on this mission, which I think is actually very noble. Good for him. And, you know, she makes a big deal of because uh, she's really upset that he's not going to college like she wants, right? Because she has all these insane expectations for these poor two boys. I mean, she's a little like j- disingenuous, I feel. But I thought that scene where they opened and they had her crying and her, you know, talking in her car to John, the husband. I loved it. I love John's expression. It's like all the men are so annoyed with women. It's just hysterical. Um you know, I thought that was the, the, trying to make a bigger connection with the audience with Lisa, because I think she's a hard one to connect to. And I, I appreciated that. I absolutely love it. I, unfortunately, I can't look at Heather Gay now without thinking she's inbred. Um, you know, it's just I, I really love it. I, I don't know who's running the show at Bravo. I guess it's Andy. You can't fire Andy. It's going well. I like it. Okay. 
She loved it. Let me tell you a few things here. Tell me, tell Let me, me. tell you a Love few your things. Thought. First of all, let's just say, you know, all these shows are not created equal because they have different production companies. Salt Lake has always had shed, excuse me, they have not. Salt Lake had another production company. I don't know if people realize this. And huh? through filming the first season of Salt Lake, the first production company had problems with Mary Cosby. The first production company, it wasn't going so well. They got rid of them. And Shed Media, which is Roni, Luann, Bethany, Jill, remember Turtle Time and all the funny little things from Roni, that's Shed Media. So the production company for Salt Lake got fired the first season in the middle. Like it was, we only filmed a little bit. Shed Media was brought in. They're like, why is that woman over there in the corner? What do you mean we're phasing her out of the scenes? Uh, Come here, woman. Uh, my name is Mary Cosby and they signed you up for this and they're going to phase you out. Okay. Well, we're the new production company in town. Uh, get the mic back up front and center your gold. So shed media kind of saved Mary, but what we're seeing here is shed media. So that's just giving you the history for those that don't know now. Yes. Do you have a question? Ms. Ms. Yeah. Fraser? Raising yes. my hand. Yes. Okay. Is shed still doing the reboot of Roni or is that a new company? It's so funny. You asked that. I would like to know that myself. I have not had time to Google it. I wonder, I wonder, I wonder, because I could see them not wanting to Google it. Like, let's see. I could see them not wanting to use Shed Media, but I I wonder. Now, let me say a few things, okay? I have sat here, and I was really starting to scare myself. I hate it. I didn't hate this past season of Atlanta. I hated the past two seasons of Atlanta. I have not liked the past three seasons of the OC. I think this season of the OC was better. I don't think it's great. Um, Last season of Salt Lake, I didn't even fucking watch it. I had to stop watching it. It was so horrific. I think last season of Salt Lake was one of the worst seasons of any housewives in history. Last season of Potomac, it was certainly better than all the trash I just mentioned. I didn't think it was that great. I fucking loved this first premiere and now we're going to be i loved it we are and i want to talk about what this means for jersey but yes like whatever listen we had bots we had racism we had ebony and ramona we had hr we had rinna we had diana garcelle we had a son we had racism again we had firings we had Melissa, Teresa, we had Finstas, we had PIs, we had Margaret's son, um, you know, involved. We had so, we are done at Bravo. We are done with toxicity. If you want it and it exists, it's going to be edited out. Now, we have Beverly Hills coming up. We haven't heard about any Kathy or any of this. It's going to be a nice, light Beverly Hills. We're fighting about cheese in New Jersey. Now we're fighting about a fucking bathtub and whether bathtubs are dirty. Guys, you don't understand. I don't care what happens. The shit is going to be edited. We are back to basics. I thought it was hilarious. Hilarious. I could not stop laughing. The end. Everyone. This is like all stars. This is like everybody is doing phenomenal. So I don't know if they pull people aside and say, girls, this is the deal. I mean, the fact that Meredith and Meredith is like, really? Because it's, you know, you're and your husband and the hot tub and did it. And Whitney's coming back. It is so funny. 
It's funny. I'll admit it. As important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate, I'm really not great at it. I'm always on the go. I'm never making that a priority and I'm always hungry. This was a real problem until I discovered 310 Nutrition. I love 310 Nutrition's water hydrators. You just add them to water and they make your water taste so much better. They also have refreshing lemonade mixes. My personal favorite, they're all in one shakes. I love their caramel sundae, their vanilla cake, the shamrock cream. I drink one of these shakes and it totally satisfies my hunger. They're low in fat and low carbs, which I love. They also satisfy my carb craving. But don't take my word for it. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code VELVETROPE and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 off your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and it's easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE. I can't tell you how many endless amounts of skincare products I tried throughout the years that claim that they smoothed wrinkles and firm skin and gave me a youthful glow. None of them worked. None of that matters now because I've discovered One Skin. One Skin completely works. And once I started learning about the science behind the product, it made total sense to me. Their scientists were able to measure the efficacy of age reversal molecules in their lab. What that really means is by treating aged skin, the One Skin scientists found that the OS1 peptide reverses skin's biological age by up to 50%. Personally, that was all I needed to hear. I can tell you it really does work. I use their OS1 face product every day, their OS1 eye cream I use in the morning and at night. And a lot of you keep telling me I look better than ever, which I mean, thank you. It's all because of One Skin. One Skin is for everyone that wants to prevent or reverse the signs of aging with a groundbreaking approach. One Skin addresses skin's health at the molecular level, targeting the root causes of aging so skin behaves feels, and appears younger. It's time for you to experience a new skin health routine at a discounted rate today. Get 15% off with the code VELVET at oneskin.co. That's 15% off with code VELVET. We only have one body, one skin, and only you can choose to make it better. Age healthy with one skin. You guys know when it comes to fashion, I'm a little bit of a fancy girl, but what you don't know is I save money when I buy all these brands. What do Alta Zura, Rebecca Minkoff, Philip Lim, Rag & Bone, Netta Porter, Alice and Olivia, I could keep going. What do all those brands have in common? They're all on Rakuten. Believe it or not, it is possible to buy all these luxury brands and save money. All you have to do is shop with Rakuten. As a member of Rakuten, you get cash back at over 4,000 stores. So you can save on the occasional splurge or on everyday items like beauty and home essentials. Plus, you can stack cash back on top of other deals like store sales, loyalty programs, credit card points. It's like never ending. It's really fun to see your money add up. The math is really simple with Rakuten. The more you shop, and man, I shop a lot, the more cash back you get. Rakuten is free to join and it's easy to use. So get started at Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. I don't think it's made up. I think this is how we take something like a bathtub, which is nothing that could have been edited out. And now we've made this a storyline. We are not going toxic anymore with these shows. Bravo's done. And guess what? Amidst the reality reckoning, Miss Frankel, this is the new trend over here at Bravo. I loved it. I loved it. Wow. This is like, 
Uh, Mark, that moment in history, I don't think, like you've said, I don't think you've liked a show in like years. Maybe. I have. You know what it's called? Did you like Beverly Hills? Did you like Beverly Hills last season? I, I loved love Beverly Hills last season. Loved, loved it. Them. I, I love a show called mm-hmm. A Bling Empire. I love a show called a Selling the OC. I love a show called a Selling a Sunset. I Yes, I'm not a bitter, unhappy person. I hated the OC the past three seasons. Hated Atlanta two seasons. I, I mean, I've been waiting for to like something here on Bravo. I'm not a nasty person. I like last season of Jersey, matter, even though it was really toxic. Um, this is going to be a great season. I'm all in. Do I think Mary for me is a huge draw? Absolutely. Do I think everyone else is doing great? I love how they're referencing Jen Shaw. It's not like that she's, she's dead. It's like, and it's, listen, the one thing I thought was a little shady, a little shady Mm -hmm. is, I mean, Mary's, I mean, her, her one friend, Jen was supposedly Heather Gay. And now Heather all of a sudden is saying like, oh, I felt so, it was such a hard friendship. Girl, she's in jail. Like, that's why you're saying that. Like, what a, what a shitty friend, right? Um, Yeah, fair enough. Because she is painting it like it was a very manipulative, I mean, I guess in her defense, right? I mean, it could have been, it, it could have been that. I mean, Jen Shaw ran a huge multi-million dollar scheme. Hello. Penny, the sweetest of women, Penny, who has been on our show together, a victim of Jen Shaw's, lost her poor house. You know, her kids, she was so embarrassed and ashamed because she thought Jen was going to build her a website and help her sell her beautiful kids' quilts and everything. Jen, of course, scammed her out of $40,000. To this day, she's only been 13 grand back. I mean, Jen's a manipulative person. So I do have to say that didn't bother me that much because I think. Jen is very manipulative. And Jen seems to me, Jen Shaw is a narcissist that seems to me like she takes over the entire friendship. And I think we all have friends or had friends like that, right? You almost become afraid of them. Not not like physically afraid, but you're like, oh, I don't want to deal with like them being mad at me. You know, we had good times. They have done some good things for me. I mean, in business, in business, if something's running right, even if I feel like you're steamrolling me, I'm like, I'm too busy to deal with it. Sure. In personal, no, I don't, I don't believe in like the victim mentality. I thought that was a little like, girl, she's gone and she's in jail and the whole world hates her. All of a sudden, you're not really her. Like if Jen Shaw, I've said this before on this podcast, if Jen Shaw were my true friend, I would be standing behind her, even though she has scammed people out of millions of dollars. If you, Sarah, scam people really? out of millions of dollars, know. I will stand behind you as a friend. It doesn't mean I support what you've done. It doesn't mean I condone what you've done. But as a friend, I would stand behind you. It's the, you know, a mafioso Italian way, my friend. You know what I'm saying? You are so, a New Yorker. Right. So I, I would. I wouldn't agree with it, but I would support you. Sure. If someone, you know, if you're my family and you kill someone and you're in jail for murder, I would stand behind you. That's what I do as a friend. When friends fuck me over, then you're dead to me. There's no coming back, but yeah, sure. So I I just, that bothered me with Heather just a little. I do love that they are showing, like, I love this talk about Genshaw. Now, to your point, let's get in. I mean, so we're going to cast a new girl. We're going to upgrade this Angie K and we'll get to her in a second. I mean, out of everyone to, I mean, you Monica walks on and I'm like, you know how we say like, 
How did they find that that Dr. Jen for the OC? Love her. She was on this podcast. To be honest, I love Dr. Jen on this podcast. It was like, I never knew you were so interesting. But when they cast someone that first season, you're like, man, what a mistake. That Mia Thornton. What a mistake. But then when you have an Erica Jane, a Dorinda, a Dorit, when it comes later in the franchise and you're like, wow, you guys got it. This Monica to me, she's got legs. She's got, I am so blown away by her performance out of everyone. All of a sudden you have, where has this treasure been hiding? This woman who looks the part. It, she seems to be sharing. She's younger. She's the right gen, you know, demographic for what they want to hide. This was Jen Shaw's assistant. What? And I, I mean, right. Then she says she's an FBI informant. I mean, first of all, right. Your boss wants. So now we're refining these things out about this. That granted, Jen's not here to give her side of the story, but still. And then you call your friend at the FBI, and he says, "Run, holy!" And that is what they do. That really is what they do. Like. If I had a friend, it's like they could say right now here from Jersey, because I got some things from Jersey I'm going to reveal at some point that I know of that are going on right now Ooh. involving the FBI. I swear to God, I'm not I'm not joking. That None of that has anything to do with this. So they do say run from this person, run from that person. So that is so interesting. And But I mean, then that scene where they're eating with Angie K and Lisa and she's like, and Lisa, I mean, look. They're foreshadowing it in the coming attractions that John Barlow is not a faithful man. Now, I'm not saying that because I love Lisa and John, but that's what it's. So when she's talking and they and maybe they're editing it together, but she's like, they're all talking. And she's like, I know where all the bodies are buried because I've heard it all from Jen. It's like, holy fucking shit. Where did you find like, do they talk to her and they're like, give her the contract before she gets to the parking lot? Oh, my God. I couldn't agree more. I, I couldn't agree more. I love it. I think I think she's so great. She's so good in the mix. I, I, yeah, I mean, they nailed it. I wasn't able to find who's the production company. Every time you Google who's producing Real Hospice right. of New York, it just comes Could up. You say season, Cohen, why don't you say season 14? I'm just saying. Just an idea. But I love this Monica. I think that's great. I mean, she does know. I think when she starts telling stories about like when Lisa called Jen and, you know, so I mean, we got some history. What a great find. And upgrading and upgrading Angie K. Listen, Angie K, you know, you know, I love to clock people. You know, I have a bag fetish. All my bags are real. That's just my thing. So when she showed that bag, like I have lots of bags that are only six in the world, girl. But anyway, it's not about me and it's not about my brag. I knew that bag right away. So I love a person that really has the money on housewives to back it up. Again, there's nothing better about someone because they have money in the world. But isn't that the brand that we're supposed to be watching? So I love when it is all real and the Gucci glasses and, you know, the Versace or whatever it was, that blue Versace and then the bag. from So I, I love, so she's like the real deal as far as like, she has the finances. I think upgrading her was a great idea. I'm really loving this. Ted Media, by the way, is doing season 14 of Roni. Right. That's what I thought. Okay, they're so there really go. good. Okay. They're so, really good. Right. So there they did the Roni. They did the first Roni for us. They did, you know, they're responsible for the funny moments between Luann and, you know, Bethany and, and all that. So they, they've, look, Shed has been there from the beginning for Salt Lake. I'm not excusing them for the horrific season three 
but they i'm telling you we are light and bright guys we are light and bright we're fighting over a bathtub i find this so hilarious and then we, meredith is not backing down and it's like meredith's argue i mean i love meredith i love whitney i love them all guys I, does everyone see it's a new good. game trust me i have yes. not wa- wanted I had no agenda in hating VOC and hating Atlanta. I agree with you. I think, guys, we have to have an Atlanta reboot. I don't think it's going to work with, I love Kenya. I love Kenya more. People think I don't love her because cousin Courtney trashed her on my podcast. And then I had Beverly Mitchell from Seventh Heaven, who was on the Fox Force 5 or that Fox Special Forces. And she said Kenya was tough. And I love Kenya, but I don't see Kenya and I don't see like, Candy interacting with a bunch of young Atlanta hip hot the new generation influencers. I just don't see it. I really think, unfortunately, you have to scrap the whole thing. Now that behind the velvet rope has grown so big and we're heading into our fifth year, I just recently had to hire a social media expert to run all of my socials. I turned to the only place I knew would help, and that's Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. I used to spend hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills. It was such a mess and took so much time. Indeed streamlines that process. They do all the hard work for you. They show you candidates whose resume on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. They match you with qualified candidates instantly. Do you know that more than 3 million businesses worldwide use Indeed? So if you need to hire right now, you need Indeed. Listen, start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash velvet. The offer is good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash velvet. Just go to Indeed.com slash velvet and support the show by saying you heard about it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash velvet. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All of you who listen to this podcast on the regular know two things about me. I love reality TV and I love coffee. I mean, how many cups of coffee do I drink on average here per show? Three. But what you guys may not know is that the only coffee I love is Starbucks. I love everything about a Starbucks. Do you know that I'm such a regular here in East Hampton at my Starbucks that in the morning when I go in, I don't even have to speak to them. They literally make my drink because I'm standing in line and hand it to me when I go to pay. Now, as we head into the fall, my normal fall drink is usually the pumpkin spice latte. But this fall, I need to tell you guys about the iced apple crisp. This new drink is an iced apple crisp oat milk shaken espresso. Yum. Just let that sink in. Do you know how good this is? It's made with blonde espresso, creamy oat milk, and spiced apple flavors. Oh my God. You could sit back and you can enjoy all autumn long. So you guys have to try this and let me know what you think. And listen, order ahead on the Starbucks app. That's right. Order ahead before you get there on the Starbucks app and enjoy. I look, I, after watching, um, Salt Lake, I couldn't agree with you more. I just, you know, now again, we're getting some of those women that are the originals that started with the show, but it just has a whole different feel. And Atlanta, yeah, I I, I honestly, I haven't even watched and they've been promoting the heck out of the reunion. I could care less. Um, and also I've given up on the OC. I started the OC. I liked it light and bright. When they went out on that rinky-dink boat that you and I could charter, uh, and that was, I don't know, Gina's party, or I just, I had to give up. I just, I don't know. Like, I do, I, I agree with you. I think Salt Lake is bringing the, what appears to be the cash, the, the affluence. 
I just the snow. I, I love the snow. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's really I, good. I, I love the dark foreshadowing of like this woman. I mean, it's not just Lisa, but we I know we see Meredith in a scene with Lisa. She references, you know, do you want to hear about your husband? So I don't know. It's like, listen, this is the whole thing on Jersey. People say Joey Gorga has deep dark secrets and this and that. It's like maybe this is just a known thing around Salt Lake about like John Barlow and I really don't know. Uh, listen, I, you know what? You know what? I also he love? doesn't look like it, but I mean, I, everybody's capable of anything. But John Barlow, I, I love Lisa. I like... really. I mean, I've interacted with Lisa. She was on this podcast. We've DM'd. I really, you know, when you appeal to me as a person, sure. I, I don't really care about everything else. Lisa's been great to me, and that's all I care about. I think this is such a great, and I do like the fact that right no, I mean, not only do I not miss Jen, it's like. Look, I say this all the time. When you become bigger than the show, you get fired. Dorinda, Vicky Gumbelson, Lisa Rinna. Yeah, Vicky's back. I get it. But I mean, Jen sucked the life out of the room. So I actually am enjoying this ensemble cast. If you think about it, if this continues, we're not going to have to switch this cast up. I mean, no one, like the Kyle Richards and Luangela Seps, these to me are the models of what to do as a housewife. Everyone has an issue with Kyle. Kyle should be a case study, as should Luann, of what to do for a housewife. You have to stay in the middle. Bring it, fight, bring it up, but, you know, share your life. Don't go wild. Dorinda Medley, don't go wild, because Lisa Rinna, you get... So I think this Salt Lake group, no one's going to go there. I I can't see any of them getting that out of control where everyone's against you and you just write yourself off the show, right? I couldn't agree with you more. I think that's such a great assessment. Yes. Ooh, does everyone, I mean, listen, I feel just so good to say something positive. Listen, I am always honest. There's no agenda. I would be more than happy to sit up here and tell you how much I hate this and add it to the list. I yeah. don't, I can't help it. I really, really, really loved it. I agree. I agree. Ooh, I agree. That feels so good. That feels so good. Um, where, uh, do you know what we need to go to next? Hey, oh, and me. by the way, let's not forget that we're now starting like in the sprinter van last season with Jen's arrest. Like, what is this opening scene where they're breaking the fourth wall and Heather's telling them to get out? And I mean, what happens? This opening scene of the thing where you remember Heather's like, get yeah. out of here. What's coming? What is coming? And that's yeah. another thing I really I'm so busy now that I really try to keep my head down and not read spoilers. I don't know a lot of spoilers on all this and I really don't want to like, let me just enjoy something for once in the housewives world. I'm back guys. This is how the podcast started and we're going to look, we have a lot of other things, which hopefully are going to be good. I'm going to catch up on Roni. I love, Oh, and funniest, funniest Mary Cosby of the night. The texts to Lisa were great. She doesn't know if her own fucking son is married or has a girlfriend. I mean, and they live together. I know. I couldn't even. I was like, oh, my God. I mean, she is. She's great for television. That's why I just, I want her to be her happiest self. And I mean, I loved when she walked into, you know, her outfits and those Givenchy boots. I mean, she just, it's it's everything. Of course, you know, the boots are probably funded by the church. I mean, that's, I, I have no, you know. I'm just speaking out of my ass here. I'm just saying, I really wish I had founded a church. She and Joel Olstein, they seem to have it all. I'm not sure why I haven't done, you know, the church of phrase, but you anyway, I fucking should have been a preacher. I'm so upset um, because they all seem to be, they have so much money. They all seem to fly, fly private. And it's what the Lord wants is what they say. It and is. 
I know. And so I don't know why the Lord has not anointed me, but, um, you know, there's still time. So maybe. Well, and then you could still, you know, you could re you could rebrand the entire Sarah Fraser show and it could be like a church, like Mary Cosby should have a podcast. Her, her disciples will listen to every word she says. I know. She should have a podcast. The Lord always douses them in luxury too. I mean, they all, all the preachers, they all seem to have Louis, you know, Louis Vuitton trunks and, you know, God is good, I guess, when you become a preacher. I gotta really think about this. You know who you know who God was good to? Also, who, who God anointed, who really is very special person, very special sacred person was that Todd Chrisley. God, God wanted him to buy all the cashmere. Now, unfortunately, I, know. I don't I know. know what happened, but for a really long time, Todd was blessed by the Lord and he deserved more Gucci and Louis than everyone else. I know the Lord really touches them. So the Lord anyway. is a special, special place. Um, what was I going to say about I know. where do you, you want to go next? Well, you know what, you know where you know where I think is the next natural thing is Jersey, because this is what I've been saying for months. Tell and me. certain people disagreed with me, and I will stand by what I said. Look, is anything Fixed in Jersey? No. Teresa and Melissa are still not speaking. We are well into the season. They are still not speaking. I don't think Marge likes Teresa. There's a lot of alliance shifts which has taken place. Nothing has changed with Louie and whatever they allege he's doing, you know, underhanded, he's still doing. I am telling you, what now, is Jersey different? Yes. Is Jersey maybe a little more? They're still going to play the music with Therese. And that's the other thing with Salt. Like these product, they play, they're like, ha, ha, ha. They play. Oh, like, I know. They're they like, like religious. religious. I love right. it. I There's love like it. That's Mormon. Right. So, I know. Right. You get it? So Jersey's going to get the, they're still going to get the mafioso Teresa's about to blow. And so there's still going to be the Jersey feel to it. Nothing has changed in Jersey, but do I believe, and here, here I go again, but I'm still right. Like I give myself like a 95% right. To, I still think based on the stuff that is leaking from production and leaking from Jersey, I think next season of Jersey is going to be Salt Lake. This, I don't think we're going toxic. I've said that. I used to fight with certain people about that. I think it's bigger. It is now Andy corporate lawyers, bravo. It doesn't matter if a jersey is different, air quotes. This is a corporation. This is existing. No one cares about Teresa at the top of the corporation other than the fact that she makes them a ton of money. So we are now learning that Jackie apparently is now, you know, she's she's made up with Teresa, which I understand everyone needs to save their job. They're even leaving each other happy comments on Instagram. And apparently Jackie and Margaret are now fighting over Jackie's book. Jackie wrote a book. Apparently, like, Margaret's the one that got her the book deal. I don't necessarily think that that could possibly be untrue. Margaret really, truly does know a lot. Like, when I mean, I wrote a book. It's it, it's sitting here. I don't know. Oh, that's a whole nother. You You're did? Just, I wrote a book. You told me this. Is okay. it published? Okay. I wrote a book during covid Literally, I'm not kidding you. I truly wrote it. There was no ghostwriter. I had someone involved. Like I would, tr I didn't type it, but I would literally give my exact sentences to someone and then they would like, it's, it was, I would go on a walk because the gyms were closed and I would, I'm crazy. And I would do my book from like 4 a.m. to like 6 a.m., two hours a day, every day. This really, God forbid David just takes a minute and goes to sleep during COVID. In addition to building this podcast, I wrote a book. 
it's a long, it's about being a fan and then a friend and then turning that into a whole business. When I had a book and I was- Okay, so wait, is the book, about, mm-hmm. is the book like a business book? It's about, it's it, about how you built your business? Is this like how I built this? What is this? It's like a mixture. So it's not edited and like it's longer than it should be. And it has a lot of different directions. It probably needs to, someone needs to come in and say focus, but it it really was like from fan to, it's also a tidbits about housewives of like, let me tell you what happened with Deandra from, you know, when we were like, you know, drunk in Texas this night. So it's like little stories about housewives of hanging oh, out no. with them from fan to friend to business. And then it did turn into like a business type book. So it's pretty cohesive and organized. It's just a lot of it is now outdated because I haven't, it's, it's done. It just needs to be God. picked up, edited, shopped. And then this podcast just took off and the book is, if anyone out there is in wow. book publishing and listen, I, everyone Somebody. thinks I, everyone thinks I have an ego and it's all about me. It's actually not at all about me. I don't do things unless there's like business wise, unless there's money. So to self-publish a book, like you see all these people where I've got book signing at Barnes and Noble for our book. Well, you self-publish that and now you're out how many dollars and you sold it and you're breaking even. And that's a lot of work just to like, you know, stare at yourself naked at night and like, you know, get off into a cop, you know, thinking that you're fabulous. I'm not, that's not my scene. Like if this book is not going to be actually picked up and made money look maybe i'll self-publish it but like what for like i don't know a lot of people in this podcast that have been me from the beginning used to say we actually want to read the book anyway that's a lot i never knew this about you we have to publish it you cannot be in 35 years on hospice care you know and i'm the only one visiting you and then i've got to publish the book i can't do another thing i'm gonna have two more kids by then so you have to do this this is what fighting this i want to read the book everyone thinks they know everything about me oh he's this he's that people keep going keep going you know nothing you are like Um, so many layers i'm an enigma wrapped in a riddle wrapped in an onion whatever the fuck that (laughs) sentence is listen here's the deal though so like when i did write a book and margaret's caviar book came out at the same time she listen she was she's she's connected so look i don't know about this but apparently she got her but apparently they're also fighting with the fact that jackie took the book let jen fessler read it and didn't let you know just to get a feedback and didn't let margaret read it so now does everyone my point is we're fighting over a book now if you don't think this is going to be edited to make a story like so yeah do i think like you know, everyone's like, it's the takedown season of Louie. No, that's too toxic. No, 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 no. Joe Gorga did all these bad things in the past. They're going to come to, no, 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 no. Like not with a reality reckoning, not with, I truly still say, I don't think the network knew what to do with Teresa and Melissa and just let them all come back. We'll figure it out. I still am not convinced everyone there is going to get like their role. Like who knows, Jackie might be a full-time housewife. It's all about her book. Like, I think, I think we have a lot of people in the mix and we're going to film it and figure it out afterwards. I truly do believe who's going to be a friend full-time, but my point is, yeah, it got, it got heated in the beginning between food on, you know, over Louie, but like, so this it's good Jersey. It's not going to be the proper tea at Kathy Hilton's house. It's still going to have that Jersey element, but I don't think it's going to be balls to the wall toxic. And I think we are going to have things like fighting over a book. And I think that is why I think Roni and Salt Lake are actual, it's, they're very important. They're precursors to what I think we're going to see on Jersey. I really do. Isn't that funny? So in a way, Bethany Frankel, whether they're joining the reality reckoning or not, is really kind of helping them because because they're on notice. 
things are going to be very light. A lot of their their deep, dark secrets are not going to be dug up. And we are. We're going to keep it about cheese and bathtubs. And isn't that fascinating? God, Bethany's helping them regardless. Look at that. Helping them. Right. And I think, you know, we were already on this course. I think, you know, I think Rinna really... That I really think was the beginning. And, you know, I think then Jersey was so, so it's like Beverly Hills in New Jersey. That was all filmed at the same time. I think we had a whole, we just got to the edge of all of this. And I think we're pulling it back. And yeah, technically, I guess the way you put it, Bethany is helping these actual housewives. Now I don't listen on social media. If you got something to hide, it's going to come out, but I don't think we're going to see it on the show like we did at the reunion with PIs and all this. And, you know, then it comes out, you know, Teresa thinks more to call the feds and which is not true because I know who did, but that's a whole nother story. I figured it out. Boom. I have someone coming up on my podcast. Okay. This could, I'm dropping a right. lot of bombs, but this is all really true. I have someone coming up on my podcast and it's just, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Okay, fine. You can give us that tease, but you also, wait a minute, you teased a while ago that you had New Jersey scoop that you were going to reveal. And what was, was that? that was that the same? Was that I the mean, same thing? Was that the <laughs> FBI thing? Uh, Sarah, I don't even know what that would be. I uh, Really? I don't even well, know what somebody that Somebody here rewind, honey. You just said it 20 minutes ago. You go, I oh, did? I've got I've got New Jersey. I thought it was involving um, the FBI uh, or New Jersey scoop that I am going to reveal. Yeah, that well, I, I don't. I mean, if I said, well, maybe it was this book. I, I don't know. I mean, but it was if I said it. God, listen, I've already lost my train of thought. Okay. Oh, okay. I don't so know. Now I'm okay, I don't know. so I'm going to wait for a further date. And I again, mean, uh, you're, you're like, I don't know. A lot. Thanks a lot. I, I thought we were going to get exclusive stuff I could promote on the Sarah oh, Fraser show. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. Well, now I'm going to have to like think of what I was talking about. I don't know what I was thinking. Um, um, but that, that's just, I just think that that's where we're headed. I really do. I think that's where we're headed with Jersey. I do. So there you go. Um, other than that, wait, I don't there know other what New I Jersey? I was, I was thinking, is there other New well, Jersey to talk about here? Teresa and Melissa are still not speaking. Listen, I feel... Like maybe in the final episode, like at some point, someone's going to have to try to get them to speak or are we just going to go, the whole thing's going to close and it's going to be the captions and it's going to say Teresa and Melissa have not spoken. I don't know. Um, There were two things in New Jersey because then we, I know we have to wrap up, but there were two things in New Jersey I wanted mm-hmm. to ask you about that. John Fuda's ex, Brittany, is reportedly back in jail over a violation. A lot of people feel he did he he did this, which kind of makes sense, right, in retaliation, because she basically came out and said, you know, he loves a finger and a butthole and a dildo, too. I mean, that's, you know, not everybody's down with you telling them that. But John Fuda was actively, according to a source, was actively calling the halfway house, threatening her and intimidating her. She let everyone know just in case anything happened to her. And now it has. He didn't want her talking, even though the food has talked about her on national TV. He is garbage. There's a lot coming out about John Fuda. I mean, certainly he is. It's like Rachel and John, welcome to the game. You had it the first season. It's like, look, if everyone can imply Louie's up to no good and Joe Gorga's up to no good and, you know, Teresa, they want to throw around the fact that she went to her camp. All this stuff, I mean, no one is, is is you know, they say everything about Margaret and all the lawsuits, and no one is is immune to it. So there's a lot of stuff that is coming out about John. Look, he has his share of haters, right? 
he has his share of people who are not um who are not a fan right yeah i'd I'd say a lot a lot of people that are not a fan um and yeah looks like a lot is going to come out there i haven't followed it a ton because to your point how much of it are we going to see translate to the tv i don't i don't know um you know, obviously this thing with Britney is very sad. I don't I, think we're going to see the thing with Britney on TV. I really don't. Yeah, I not. think, I think, well, there is also rumors that a lot of Rachel's storyline is this whole thing with his ex. So maybe we will. Look, I don't think we're going to see the the darkness of it that John is like getting her back into, a, you know, allegedly back into the, the center. But I think that that is going to be a lot of the storyline is his, his ex and, you know, Shannon's mother and yeah. What do you make of Dina Manzo's ex-husband, Tony Manzo, Tommy Manzo, seeking a plea deal for the assault against Dina's current husband, Dave? I knew you were going to ask about this one. This one has resurfaced, right? You know, there was the home. Yeah. And the, look, this is why Dina Here, this doesn't. Well, this is why Dina doesn't want to come back to Jersey. You know, this is a lot of why she doesn't want to, you know, wasn't at Teresa's wedding. And I do believe that Teresa and Dina have truly fallen out. Don't hate each other, but I truly do. I do truly believe that Dina and Dave saw things they thought were shady about Louis's business deal on that vacation in Mexico. That's truly what I believe, that they consider shady. And that's why they stopped speaking to Louis. That's... Maybe that's the tea that I'm referring to, because I do have some more tea. I just don't want about the FBI in Jersey. I really, truly do not. Here we go. No, no, not who called and all that bullshit. But I've heard something that is currently involved going on. It's just something I've heard. I just we, we don't have time right now, but let's just focus, guys. Let's keep it light right now. OK, come on. Um, How he leaves it and what it is. OK. All right. So, no, I mean, I think he wants, look, I see both sides of it. I see, I think it's sad that Caroline and Dina are years. I mean, look, she, Caroline, wrote this character reference for Tommy because Tommy is her husband's brother. And that's it. And Dina's like, you're writing this because it's your husband's brother and you're loyal to your husband and you're loyal to your husband because of your children. But also this person did this to my husband. I see it both ways. It's right. I mean, what do you do in that case? It's a, it's a you hard side with your sister. I mean, you side with your sister a hundred percent. Yes. Yes. Uh, this is such an easy one. And and yeah. by the way, Tommy Manzo, I mean, allegedly, right. Hired a mob related guy who was with the Lucchese um, crime family to John Perina. break in, tie up, beat up Dina and the new husband. I mean, it's some crazy shit allegation. And then Tommy offered him a deal on his wedding at the Brownstone. Uh, yeah, this is some scary shit. Now, whatever, you know way more than I do. I mean, like I said, there's you can go down the rabbit hole of all the mob rumors about all of them. Um, but anyhow, the bottom line is it's some scary shit. And it's you scary. Side, you side with your sister. I mean, a hundred percent. Yes, that's your blood. So sister you over husband. Why, why couldn't the, I'm sure his I'm sure Tommy's brother, you know, Caroline's uh, husband wrote a, you know, a character witness thing for him. Maybe your kids decide to. But that's your sister. And Tommy should not have put they, none of them should have put Caroline in that position that's awful so i don't blame dina for not i mean 
what that guy did breaking in times that can you imagine you're shitting your pants? Wow. I don't know if you're going to be murdered or not over what the fact that Dina moved on and found a new man. That's scary shit. It's no, very okay. scary shit. Yeah. And I don't think it ended there. Right. Wasn't there further harassment or something? I mean, no, that's I can understand. That's sad. It's sad to see that. end for those two sisters. I mean, mind you, just moving to California doesn't solve anything, but it, it listen, it's, a, well, maybe. it does. I mean, you're, well. you're away from, but no, it's really scary shit. People are crazy. People are literally People are crazy. crazy. Yeah. Very crazy. Yeah. I'm and starting to think that, that that's, oof. I'm starting to think that you're right. Um, well, we have to cover next time the Vanderpump rules yeah. filming. We've never done that. And we have a lot more about Carlin Lindsay to talk about. And um, there's been an oh. interesting development with Jax Taylor that I want to discuss. So we have a lot to cover next time. Where can people, though, track you down? Because it's all about you, Sarah. At, well, it's all about you. But at the Sarah Frazier Show podcast, new episodes or out, episodes out daily. Wow. And I have an episode every day of the week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday on Patreon and Sunday. Find us on YouTube if you would like. A lot of people are starting to love the clips behind the Velvet Row podcast on YouTube. Full thing on Apple and Spotify, but watch the clips on YouTube. See see how unshowered and, and just disheveled I look the particular day. I love you, dear Sarah. Love you too. See you, to soon. you soon. Bye, David. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review. Because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones. And the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you, guys. See you soon.